Here's what's coming up on this week's show. I mean, crikey, I mean, there's a bum, twitchy, stressful moment right there, having to do that. That is one of those films you just watch and it's exhausting. <laughs> the Beat. Welcome to The Big Little Business Show, the podcast that helps small business think big. Hey, hey, how you doing? Welcome to The Big Little Business Show. It's Paul Mumford over here, the lovely Claire Horsley over there. If you're listening for the first time, Hi, don't forget to hit that subscribe or that follow button so you get all the future episodes directly into your phone or get notified when we release a new episode. And please send us your feedback too. We'd love to know what you think. Leave us a review, leave us some comments and let us know perhaps what you'd like on the show in the future. So, Claire. Hello. uh, We were talking about this earlier on uh, before we hit the record button, how that since we've been conducting our business affairs in sort of a lockdown situation, we're talking more. And um, I don't know about you, but my vocal cords are really feeling it. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Because we're relying so much more on, you know, our audio devices, whether that be, you know, our phones, whether that be computers or Zoom, but there's a, a heck of a lot more talking going on. So it's lunchtime at the moment we're recording this. So, But this morning, already, I've had a couple of clients that I've done Zooms with, so I've been talking a lot then. Uh, then I've been on Clubhouse for half an hour for a thing that we do every morning. Uh, and uh, what else did I... Oh, I was speaking to my wife, Morris, in hospital at the moment so I've been catching up with her uh, and, and, and here we are so I feel like I haven't stopped talking all day <laughs> yeah no that's so, that's so true yeah I started at half past half seven this morning and back to back back to back Zoom meetings and then here we are now so uh, yeah that's safe to say I, have, I haven't spoken as much and that's the big thing for me because I talk a lot <laughs> but I'm speaking even more even more lately so every week on the show we like to invite an expert on or talk about a subject that will help your small business to grow and what are we talking about this week can a podcast help your business can a podcast help your business good now I've had a couple of conversations with people over the last couple of weeks or so who have asked me if we can give them a little bit of advice about starting their own podcast. So I thought perhaps this might be the right time to start to get discussing our experiences with podcasting as we're coming towards our first anniversary and help people who perhaps might be thinking that perhaps they might want to start their own. I think that's that's brilliant because there's so many more about. I don't know, maybe because I'm more aware of it, but there seems to be so many p- more people doing the podcast and, and then maybe wanting to dip their toe into the water but not really sure how to. This is the Big Little Business Show. So I think the most important question to ask, and for something for us to discuss, which I think will help people who are thinking about starting their own podcast, is it's it's FOMO, isn't it? Fear of missing out. You think, oh, everyone's doing a podcast, perhaps I should be doing one. But that's not necessarily the right reason to do one. It's got to be beneficial too. Yeah, it's it's going back to the reason why, isn't it? Um, and we talk about this when you set up a business anyway. You know, why are you doing what you're doing? it's um, a really important question but then often one that I think is missed and sometimes you can you know and I know I have done in the past you can get easily caught up with well hang on a second everyone else is doing that so I should be doing that and then you kind of maybe lose your way and lose your rationale thinking as to you know for what reason you would start it at the beginning yeah it's definitely worthwhile if you've got an idea in your head just to press pause a little bit and think well actually what's the benefit of doing this uh weighing up the benefit versus the work involved which i think is something we'll discuss a little bit later on i know when you and i started this podcast claire because obviously we've got our own businesses it would be easy for you to have 
a podcast based around your business and easy for me to do that too. But because we were joining forces, that's why we decided we'd do a completely have the, have the podcast as a completely separate entity. And I, you can still do that and it can still drive traffic to your own business, which is what's happened to us, isn't it? I think it actually gives um, your business a, a bit of a, a facelift, if you like. You know, I, I look at the different elements of business all the time anyway and, you know, the layers that you can used to complement I guess you know complement what it is that you do so you know we've both had skills that are transferable maybe you more so than me um, I've had to learn quite a lot um, but it's actually really refreshing to not focus purely on what you do day in day out but you can bring lots of elements to that and I think it's healthy to have another string to your bow as well. So how's it I mean I don't know whether I've directly ever asked you this question so how has it directly benefited you doing this podcast? In any business you need to have um, you need to understand how to communicate with your audience and how to communicate with your clients so it's Learn, you know, I've learned a huge amount of skills as to how how we can actually communicate our messages, but maybe not in the same way that I have done have done for the last ten plus years. Um, so, in any business, it's healthy for your self development to learn new things, to learn new skills. Some will come easier than others, um, as you know, <laughs> with certain things which I had to learn with the podcast. It was way out of my comfort zone. Um, but yeah, I feel like I can actually bring more now to my my own my own business by learning these new skills, which are transferable, vice versa. That's interesting because it's given you some indirect benefits that perhaps you might not have considered were going to be benefits when we started. Yeah, and that's that's the importance of of keeping your mind open and being willing, <laughs> being willing to learn, especially if you haven't. Um, been involved with podcasting before or anything new really to your business you need to be just be willing roll your sleeves up and just think you know I always use the analogy that when we were born we, we couldn't walk we had to learn we had to fall over we had to graze our knees we had to be encouraged picked up again and that's very much like anything new that you learn in life or indeed your business just be ready to absorb and learn and don't try to run too fast. Just do it in short short stages and get those elements right and then you can build upon that. But uh, what about d- uh, directly driving traffic to your business? And I know for me, I mean, it's perhaps a bit of an easier question to answer for me because uh, there are quite a lot of transferable skills here because I'm a video producer and a video and audio production goes hand in hand and I kind of live in that world anyway. So... Um, it certainly helped me because people have discovered me for the first time and oh you do this let's talk about this and it leads on to another conversation and leads on to business Um, so has that kind of been a similar sort of situation for you? The skills at the beginning weren't so transferable Um, now though looking back at it I think it's actually really great to be able to say you know this is what I do for example your business and also I do this. I suppose what I'm saying is then you're not putting all your eggs in one basket because business is very often about timing. Um, and if the time is not right for certain people at that point, you know, by having having a podcast, for example, can just let people know and get to know you a little bit better, maybe in different ways that they than they would do if you were maybe talking to them about your your day to day business. Yeah, I can see what you're saying there. I hadn't thought about it that way before, but it does allow people to get to know you as a person a little bit more, feel more comfortable with you, and then they're more likely to do business with you. Get that? Obviously, Paul, with your background with radio, 
has podcasting been a completely different kettle of fish for you? Um, and you know, what would be, I guess, the biggest thing that you've you've learned when you've uh, been taking on podcasting? Uh, kind of, kind of a yes and no answer, really. I mean, to a degree, it's not really anything unusual because I've been producing audio for. 20 plus years of my life professionally so that part of it has been fairly easy for a lot of other people who are perhaps thinking about doing a podcast and haven't had all that experience first I can imagine it being incredibly difficult and a really big mountain to climb which is perhaps something we'll talk about a little bit later on but um, yeah, I mean, the, from the technical side of things has always been fairly easy. And I've lived in a, a marketing world for quite a few years now. So promoting it has been fairly easy. I mean, there are still things that I've learned, don't get me wrong, because it is a slightly different environment. Um, and the more you do these things, and, and, and that just comes down to very, very tiny things. Uh, but tiny things can sometimes make a big difference. It's interesting, because um, I actually was wondering that. <laughs> I was wondering, you know, how transferable they are, because like people maybe who might be listening like myself, who you've come from, you know, public speaking and facilitating meetings face to face, and obviously the last twelve months now online, it's a whole different concept, and I think it could be very overwhelming uh, potentially for a lot of people. I, it's interesting, I think, how you you also bring to the table a lot of the things that you've previously learned in business, and actually over time you do realise they are a lot more transferable skills than maybe you, you first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, even though you might not feel you've brought a lot to the party, certainly initially, and I, I agree, there were a lot of things that um, you had to learn, and you've learned them very quickly and done incredibly well. Thank you. I'll bag that. <laughs> yeah, write that down. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. I will. Uh, but um, y- there's also a lot of skills that you can transfer. You've been used to public speaking for so many years. You- putting a mic in front of your face is not something that's scary for you. No. Um, talking to people is not something that's scary for you. So the interviewing part of the process came quite easy to you even though you don't think that you've got what it takes to be a podcast host you have you might not have the same skills as me and I guess that's why um, having a partnership in a podcast can really help because you're both complementing each other with your own set of skills always as well it's good practice to choose who you work alongside carefully because you need to be able to get along with that person because if we didn't get along oh absolutely we haven't even had a row yet well you know there's time there's time but you know you need to be able to work with people who enjoy working with as well because otherwise you know you can feel quite alien and it can be actually quite lonely as well when you run your own business from home especially as we're talking coming out of our third lockdown um, you need to really surround yourself with people who are going to, you know, positively influence what you're doing and, and encourage you in every aspect of your business. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely an aside. If you're thinking about doing a podcast and you maybe haven't even considered the thought of doing it with someone else before, I certainly think it helps. However, having being able to share that workload uh, makes a massive difference, and there is an av- clear advantage to having two people working on the podcast together. But like you say, Claire, it is really important that you get along. And it's, it's, it's common practice when you're hosting a breakfast show, which is the world I came from. Mm. Um, normally, there's a crew of people working on that show and there might well be a male-female partnership helming the show. And that certainly happens on television as well. If you look at some of the uh, great partnerships that we have on UK television. Well, Phil and Holly. And I'm sure there are many more that can't come 
to my mind at the moment. But what makes them all good is their relationship with one another. And it's the same in business as well, I suppose. If you've got a business partner, you've got to get on with that person. And it is almost like a marriage, isn't it? Well, quite. <laughs> it's actually. Um, but, you, but you have to have that camaraderie. You have to, because especially like as we were talking about podcasts, and I think we mentioned it before, um, actually now we've been using Zoom a lot more um, and we've been speaking so much every day, all day, that um, our senses are much more um, heightened to the audio um, and whilst you can't see people's body language and um, the energy that you bring to you know to the party for the audio is so important because people can really pick that up because they don't have any other messages to follow they can't see you in a physical sense they can't like I'm waving my arms around now as I'm talking but <laughs> you know you can't you can't see that um so that uh, chemistry, I guess, needs to come across even more so, especially when you're doing a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I think um, maybe we need a second episode on this when we start talking about the mechanics of putting a podcast together. If people are thinking about doing that and mm. maybe get someone else on who can help us with some of those topics, because it's a big subject to learn and it's a lot to consider if you're thinking about doing it. But I think something that while we're talking about the subject, which is can a podcast help your business? I would say it definitely can. However, you have to do a lot of work to make it a good podcast because if you're representing your business with a podcast there has to be a certain level of quality yeah absolutely because you're you're promoting yourself it's your brand again isn't it and if you're if you're stretching out to you know a new venture that is again a representation of of who you are so whatever you do it needs to be it needs to be right if it's not right then of course that that's a reflection on not just the podcast but you as a as a business business owner really claire and i spent a good uh six eight weeks before we di dived in dived leapt in to the podcast world jumped in yeah thank you <laughs> we spent and also you need to be able to speak as well that's an important part of having a podcast <laughs> you need to be coherent and be able to make sense so just bear that and write that down anyway um yeah one of the things that we did before we recorded our first episode is we did a bit of research. There are lots of really bad podcasts out there. Um, and some of those podcasts, the really bad ones, are representing people's businesses. And if the first time someone bumps into you in any sort of sense is through your podcast, straight away they're going to get a really negative image of you because the podcast doesn't sound great. And of course, going back, because it's only auditory, if you have a negative experience when you listen to a a podcast that's it they're not gonna they're not gonna tune back in again so you know I think there's a there's a huge amount of importance with keeping a captive audience with podcasting because you are relying on making sure that you provide them with what they're looking for ultimately and identifying the need of the audience great use of the word auditory there oh I know I was well chuffed with that <laughs> are just, you proud of that I'm really proud of that I was thinking about it earlier and then I thought I must drop that one <laughs> so some things to consider if you're thinking about uh, putting a podcast together before you even think about the functionality of it all and recording it and the quality and the audio levels and which platform to put it on and all those things a, think about why you're doing it and have a very important reason why you're doing it because you're going to be doing a lot of work to get this right. B, make sure you're, uh, make sure you're well researched. So you, I guess it's important, no matter what the topic is of your podcast, the last thing you want to be doing is finding out that someone else is doing exactly the same thing in exactly the same way and better. Yeah, see, I, I, I talk about this actually quite a lot and um, it's you don't want to replicate 
what's already out there. No point. And, and, and there are loads of cookie cutter podcasts out there which sound exactly the same as each other. And I really don't see the point of that. Mm, it's fine balance, isn't it? You know, you might be aspects of certain with anything again really but certain aspects of podcasts that you like and some maybe that you don't like so much and you can do that and that's fine i agree you there's, uh, there's nothing wrong with taking ideas from other podcasts and making your own version yeah so there's some elements mm. that we have in our podcast uh, which are directly taken well not directly but are influenced perhaps we try and make our podcast sound unlike anyone else's because w- w- what would be the point yeah, um, and going back to uh, the question about you know what what we've learned, what we both learned from it, um, and this is something that I found <laughs> this sounds a bit funny. I found it a little bit difficult at the beginning because I've been so used to promoting uh, myself, if you like, and my brand. Because of course you need to do that because otherwise people don't understand what it is that you do. But listening to a lot of uh, other podcasts and listening to about other people. I think there's a real fine balance with that because whilst it's lovely to hear what people are and and what they're like, ultimately a lot of people are listening to actually think and and thinking about, so how does that benefit me? Yeah. What can I learn from this? Um, And there's a bit of a balance there. So do you mean, what would you say with how important you think it is that a podcast isn't always about you? Do you know, this is something that I think we can touch on again in a future episode if we delve into this whole podcast thing later on. Um, I can't remember where this came from. It might have come from another podcast. It might have been something that someone told me while I was doing a bit of research for our one. But um, I I always remember it It sticks out in my mind. Uh, And it's the phrase that people will come to your podcast for the topic and stay for the people. Mm. There's a podcast that's been going for probably 10 plus years called Stuff You Should Know. Uh, It's a very, very simple format. Go check it out. Um, But each week it's a different topic and it's all about stuff you should know. I mean, essentially the the title of the podcast explains exactly what the podcast is all about. Uh, And it can be as randomly different as far as subject is concerned, as in, yeah, it could be um, what's earwax all about or one week and it could be about uh, you know, some, a famous missing person case the following week or something like that. It can be as diverse as that. What? That is so random. There is an episode on earwax, I trust you. Uh, yeah, you go check it out, it's great. It was, there was a subject that I picked up on Stuff You Should Know that I thought, well, that'd be an interesting thing to listen to. I went to the podcast because of the topic and then I found the two people presenting it so great and so entertaining at the same time that now I listen to every episode, no matter what the topic. Yeah, see, that's interesting, isn't it? So, you know, you can have all the tools, you can have all the knowledge in the world and a business with bells and whistles on. But if you can't make that connection um, and people cannot engage with the words that are coming out of your mouth because you're you're not presenting them in a in the right way and in an entertaining way, People just turn off. So right. And on top of that, to go back to the question that you asked, which I probably didn't answer in a very good way, it should definitely about the audience, be about the audience first. So flip it on your head. If you're listening to a podcast and you're listening to someone talking about themselves for an hour and it's not someone you know, as in it's not a celebrity that you've already got perhaps an interest in before you've listened to the episode, then that's going to get very boring very quick unless that person has got a very compelling story to tell. So, for instance, if you're searching through podcast land and you're seeing, oh, oh, there's, uh, oh, I can see that there's um, Lady Gaga being interviewed in that podcast. I like her. I'll listen. That'll be interesting. You already know who she is, so you might be a bit fascinated to delve into her world and find out more about her. Uh, but if it's a podcast with 
Claire Horsley as a guest, uh, most people won't know who you are and won't really, unless you've got something very compelling to tell, mm. then why would people be listening? Yeah, but it's true because if, if you, uh, like, for example, you know, when we talk about the challenges, so the, we're bringing people to talk about the topics with, you know, challenges that business owners are facing. But the most important thing is, is identifying the challenge, but then offering a solution. And there's nothing more frustrating than when you're listening to somebody with lots and lots of challenges, but yet there's no solutions. It's just stuck in that cycle of a challenge, if that makes sense. So it's always um, making sure that, yes, of course, it's important to talk about the difficult times, but most importantly, what you can do about it. Yeah, and I hope we've done that in the episodes that we've done in the past. And I mean, you know, every, it's a learning curve for everyone. And maybe thinking back to some of the episodes we did at the beginning, yeah, they might not have worked in the same way as the ones we do more recently. But then yeah, that's that's just the way it works. You learn as you go on and you evolve as you go on. And that's fine. Worth pointing out at this point that we're not trying to put people off. Um, we're not trying to, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, then we're, we're sort of hoping we're not giving you too much in the way of negatives here. Uh, that, that's not putting you off completely. But I mean, these are all, I think these are all important things to think about. And I hope it's maybe helped you make an informed decision about whether you want to do a podcast or not. But there are other things to think about too, like rather than having your own podcast, why not invite yourself to be guests on other people's? I'd actually suggest that people do that, you know, um, because you can really get an experience from the other side, the other side, the dark side. You can get, you can get an experience as a guest and you can get a feel for it as well. And I think it's, it's good practice, good practice to do that. What's that saying? It's easy when you know how, but sometimes actually going through an experience in it and finding your own ways, it's important to share these things. And if you're thinking about doing a podcast and perhaps haven't done done it before or maybe haven't been a guest on someone else's, then this might be a good place to start just to sort of dip your toes in the water. But definitely have an offering, have a subject, have something that you're an expert on. Rather than offering yourself out to the podcast world because you're you, have a skill that you're going to be able to bring to the party. Uh, and then you can start going out and listening to podcasts that might interest you or that might be a good fit for you. And then getting in touch with them and saying, hey, um, I hear you're doing a podcast about making videos and that's what I do for a living. I've got some really interesting things to say about that. We consider having me on as a guest. Work, just work that way. There are some agencies as well. And I know we work with a few uh, podcast agencies, people who I mean, obviously, there's some money involved. You have to spend some money, but they will go out and actively look for podcasts to fit the guests that they have on their books. Yeah, and that's been really worthwhile, actually. That's been really interesting because, again, when you're sort of opening up the ideas, you know, to the the wider world, if you like, actually, sometimes, you know, they've sent people to us thought, actually, that could be quite a good topic <laughs> to talk about. I know um, I was going to say, actually, at the, at the beginning, I'm just, as I'm watching... Um, I never know what to call it. Was it called my soundbar? Your waveform. Thanks. My waveform. As I'm looking at my waveform, a, a lot of time was spent when we first started looking at the audio. How important is it, would you say, to ensure that your podcasts are of the highest quality? I've had discussions with other podcast presenters uh, and other audio producers and stuff about this very thing. Um, I know I've been involved in a few conversations on Clubhouse about this. And um, I, some people would say that the 
quality of the audio is more important than the quality of the content. And other people would say it's the other way around. And I would say it's actually a little bit of both. Um, obviously, it's got to be, you've got to have a really great subject because people aren't going to press play and download your episode if it's not a, a topic that they're interested in. But by the same token, think about how people consume podcasts. I listen to podcasts when I'm out running. Uh, if I'm doing some stuff in the garden or washing my car or something, I'll listen to a podcast. If I'm in the when I'm in the car, I listen to a podcast. Um, so all with all those things, the audio has got to be really, really good. When you're in the car and you're listening to radio, you want everything to be at the same level. You don't want to be keeping turning the stuff up and turning it back down because there's a quiet passage in the music or you can't quite hear what someone's saying. You want to be able to do your what you're doing and not have to touch the volume on the radio so everything's at the same level. Podcasting is exactly the same. You need to be able to listen to it. So if I'm listening to a podcast while I've got earbuds in my ears, while I'm running or washing my car or something, I don't want to be suddenly struggling to hear what people are saying one minute and my ears bleeding the next. <laughs> Your ears bleeding. <laughs> Sounds a bit drastic, doesn't it? But um... That's more of a technical thing, really, and perhaps something we can dig into if we do um, a, an episode about the nuts and bolts of putting a podcast together. But it's certainly something that has to be considered. The audio quality has got to be great. I mean, and then it comes back to that quality thing again, doesn't it? What we were talking about earlier on, the, the quality of the podcast has got to be good in every way because it's representing you as a business. So when we're looking at ways to uh, promote our business, it, it could be that maybe podcasting isn't necessarily the right tool for you to use. Um, there could be other ways to promote your business also. Yeah, that's very true, actually. I mean, go back to the whole FOMO thing we were talking about at the beginning. People might feel they're considering putting a podcast together because lots of other people are doing it, but that might not necessarily be the right reason. And it might not necessarily be the right fit for you. There are lots of easier ways, less labor intensive ways to promote your business that might not involve a podcast at all. So podcasting isn't going to be the right fit for everyone. No, and it's, it's, it's also about, you know, where, where does your audience, you know, hang out? Where do they go? Um, how do you get yourself noticed in the right way? Um, I mean, personally, I, I feel it's really healthy to have lots of different, I mean, well, I've got a lot going on at the moment, but lots of different platforms to promote uh, to promote you. Um, a lot of, some people love podcasts. Maybe it's not for everyone. It's not their cup of tea. Then we've got social media channels and websites. Um, sometimes it's about, you know, I really do believe finding the right fit for you. Um, and also, if you are doing something new, it's important to actually measure the effectiveness of that, because sometimes things might not work as well for, you know, two people in, in separate different businesses. For example, it's about choosing, I guess, the right tool from the toolbox that works for you and ultimately connects you to the right people, because that's, you know, what we're trying to do. Absolutely right. Back to that goal thing again. Why are you doing it in the first place? If you're doing it to connect with a certain audience of people, then perhaps podcasting is not the way to do that. Um, and it just seemed like it was a natural thing for us to do because of yeah, the, what we do and the fact that I had that radio experience anyway. So it just seemed like a you know, kind of an, a, an obvious thing for you and I to do. But there might not necessarily be an obvious thing for someone else to do. If there's a a, a, a huge learning curve 
involved in you putting a podcast together, you might not have A, the skills or B, the time to be able to put that together and make it sound great for your business. Sure, you can hire people to do it. You you can hire me to do it and I'll do it for you, but that ain't going to be cheap if you're uh, putting a podcast together every week. I mean, it takes to edit a podcast um, for one of our shows. That's about three or four hours work every week just in the editing process. That's without all the other stuff that goes with it. So if you hire someone to do that work for you, be prepared to you know, have a quite a hefty bill by the end of the month. Yeah, I was thinking that there might be some people uh, listening who are listening because they're thinking about starting one up or maybe now they weren't, but they are. <laughs> so I was going to say, you know. Yeah, great. Yeah, the time it's going to take you in order to create something that is going to ultimately do well for you is crucial. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, by no means is this uh, episode uh, an exercise in self-promotion, but uh, audio and video production is something I do. And I'm more than happy to give you some advice if you want to ask more questions about this. But we'll come on to ways you can get in touch with us a little bit later on. And while we don't profess to being experts on the topic, because we've only been doing a podcast for less than a year, uh, we both have skills that we've both brought to the whole experience, which are very important. And we hope it's made you think a little bit more about whether you want to do a podcast or whether it's a right fit for you or not, um, or maybe given you some other questions to ask. Yeah, you know, it takes me back to actually um, the importance of getting the right people, you know, getting the right people on the show, because um, I have generally learned so much from bringing people on to, to, you know, experts within their field to talk about, you know, how they overcame their challenges and sharing their top tips with us. And sometimes I've generally been that engrossed that just listening so intently. So again, if you bring people onto the show, it's also a learning curve in itself because you're learning to work with different people. You're learning to, well, you're learning a different time zone. That's what I've done. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, there's definitely a bit of that going on. Well, there's a bit of that going on at the moment. So yeah, I've definitely been been learning, you know, many skills that I wouldn't otherwise use, but also the people coming on and helping them feel comfortable because when people, I believe, feel comfortable and I do this within, you know, my own business all the time, if people feel comfortable, they can then talk freely and comfortably and if people feel comfortable on your podcast i really truly believe you're going to get it's going to be the best experience for them now we always like to finish off the podcast uh, with with a set of questions inspired by inside the actor studio oh, no man <laughs> and I, I i kind of thought well do we do this or do we not because we haven't got a guest on this week and um well i think we ought to do it oh no paul's been hatching a plan even though we've answered these questions on previous episodes in the past We have introduced some new questions this year, which we haven't answered. I've gone. I've done a runner. (laughs) So I'll I'll start with the first one. Dead or alive, who would be your ideal dinner date? Why on earth did I miss this thinking part of the thinking process? Now, here's an idea. Why don't we see if we can answer each other's questions? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. So let me see if I can guess who you might have as an ideal dinner date. And I'm going to think it's someone like Aunt Middleton or... um, Basically, who else do I fancy? Yeah, Um, The Rock, maybe? Oh, actually, I hadn't thought of him, but that's a good one. That's a good call. That's a good call. Am I I along the right lines? You are, but not quite yet, but you are, actually. So who who else were you going to suggest? Idris Elba. Idris Elba, of course! I forgot about Idris. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's a bit shallow, isn't it? I should be... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with being shallow. Just, just come out with it. <laughs> You're not supposed to agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's. Well, at the end of the day, it's what first comes into your mind, isn't it? And that's what that's what came into my mind. So there it is. 
the next question, the other question we have is if you could do any other occupation aside from what you're doing now, uh, what would that be? Um, so what about me? Gosh, I'm pressure now. Um, I'm going to go with a pilot. No, I'm not sure I would want to do that. I can imagine that being quite stressful. Uh, and I have flown in the past um, as part of the job that I used to do. Mm. Um, and I have always kind of thought, oh, it'd be nice to fly a plane, but I would do it for pleasure rather than do it for a, a living. I can imagine that being very stressful. Just, I mean, I quite recently watched that film with Tom Hanks where he played that guy who had to land a plane in the um, Hudson River. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. <laughs> I mean, crikey. I mean, there's a bum, twitchy, stressful moment right there, having to do that. That is one of those films you just watch and it's exhausting. Yeah, exactly. Crikey. And imagine having to do that. Well, not having to do exactly that every day, but having that pressure on your head every day with a 100 people or so sitting behind you in a plane and you've got to get them from A to B safely. That's quite stressful. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't be picking that. You can have that one. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Go on, what would it be then? I'd be a session drummer. Oh, a session drummer. Oh, wow. That's cool. So I used to play drums when I was at school and at college and stuff, and I was in a few bands and things. I don't own one, um, and then maybe that's something I need to fix. That's what I was going to ask you. You need to fix that. I, I really need to get one. That's really awesome. That's cool. You need to get yourself some drums. Can you not get headphones? Can you not get electric drums? You can, yeah, you can. Yeah, there are some really good electric kits, and I have been looking at them. And then you can just wear headphones and stuff. But um, yeah, um, don't, don't don't get me wrong. I have been every occasionally. I just nip onto YouTube or Amazon and start doing a bit of research for electric drum kits. Uh, and I get that, get that knowing look from my wife. What are you doing over there? Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when somebody doesn't quite share your passion for something else, could be a little bit orcs, can't it? <laughs> this is the Big Little Business Show, the podcast with bigger tips for small business. So uh, we hope that you found this valuable, our uh, special little addition as to you know how to and why would you even look at starting a podcast. Um, it's really important that when you're looking to spend your time um, and money investment that you make the right decisions for you. So if you've got any questions at all about anything that Paul and I have talked about, we have been asked quite a few questions about you know how we created the podcast, you know, and how we actually put it together. So it'd be a pleasure to answer any uh, future questions that you have and if you would like to contact us you can do by going through our website uh, biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk we're also on Facebook and you can find us on LinkedIn and also uh, more recently oh and Instagram as well and also more recently on Clubhouse I thought I would squeeze Clubhouse in there Paul nothing wrong with squeezing a bit of Clubhouse in you can uh, connect with us on Clubhouse I'm at Paul Mumford Esquire and I think you are at Claire Horsley on Clubhouse, aren't you? Mm -hmm. I am, yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, feel free to ask us questions. And I think this is a subject we're going to come back to, uh, perhaps get a guest on to help us um, answer some more mechanical questions about the uh, nuts and bolts of putting a podcast together. It's a great business um, a marketing tool if you get it right, but there's a lot of work involved. Mm -hmm. uh, and we hope that's helped because we've just kind of felt like it was the right time to bring that one up because people have been asking us about it um, and we also like to finish off every episode by uh, talking about someone who's connected with us on social media or listens to the podcast or we feel needs a little bit of a shout out so who are we shouting about this week so this week we would like to give a shout out to a gentleman by the name of scotty kipfer 
Oh, yeah, this is Scotty we met on Clubhouse, isn't it? Yeah, so we've met Scotty on Clubhouse. Uh, Scotty is a country western uh, musician and creates some fantastic music. And I've just been uh, listening to uh, some of his music um, online. So we'd like to give Scotty a shout out. Um, you can find Scotty at Clubhouse. Uh, he's on Clubhouse a lot. And the name of his room is Soulshine. In, in a few weeks' time, we're going to do an episode about Clubhouse because it's something Claire and I have been spending a little bit more time on and finding out about and a lot of people have been asking about it and it's growing as a platform and uh, I think it'd be great to have Scotty on as a guest because he's got so much benefit out of uh, having his little room called uh, Soulshine on Clubhouse and if you don't know anything about Clubhouse this is all going to sound pretty alien to you uh, but go and check him out on um, uh, on the internet and go and have a look at his website and uh, listen to some of his tunes yep Scotty uh, which is double T Kip for K-I-P-F-E-R dot com is his website great and we're all kind of done here we hope that was a valuable uh, episode for you and it answered maybe a few of your questions that we know we've been getting asked uh, more recently about podcasting uh, guest back next week and uh, don't forget you can come and find us on social media on Facebook on Instagram on Clubhouse and on LinkedIn as well and don't forget to hit that subscribe button or that follow button on whatever platform you're listening to us on so you get future episodes directly into your phone device and with that say goodbye Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Big Little Business Show with Paul Mumford and Claire Horsley. You can subscribe to get the latest episodes via iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn and everywhere you find your favourite podcasts. Come and find us at biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk and we're on Facebook too. Just search for Big Little Business Show.